This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Hump Day, everybody. It's Wednesday, and it's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107. Good morning. It's afternoon, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. That's true. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And we like to start the show with the three things we think you need to know here so you can be in the know today. See her here. It is the... It's what, just do it. <laughs> Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. They're gonna be talking about three things. It's the magic number. Okay, so guess what? Here it is behind door number one. We have a serial sexual assaulter in the news today. Oh, do we? Another one? Just another one. Anyway, we're still talking about Bill Cosby, his spokesperson, or was this his actual attorney? I think it was his publicist said uh, some really just gross things yesterday Mm -hmm. after uh, Bill Cosby was found guilty. Well, we knew he was guilty, but he was sentenced from three to ten years in uh, prison and then was like unceremoniously let off by guards to like to do his jail time. And then his publicist came out and said a few things. Oh, like this, for example. I believe and think it's important to point out that this has been the most racist and sexist trial in the history of the United States. Dr. Cosby has been one of the greatest civil rights leaders in the United States for over the last 50 years. He has also been one of the greatest educators of men and boys over the last 50 years. This was not pointed out to the jury or allowed in court because the racist and sexist mass media was attacking and denouncing Dr. Cosby whenever his lawyers even hinted there was racist and sexism present. All three of the psychologists who testified against Dr. Cosby were white women who make money off of accusing black men of being sexual predators. What is going on in Washington today with Judge Kavanaugh is part of that sex war that Judge O'Neill, along with his wife, are a part of. Okay, so he has a lot of words mm. there. And the one that I that just I keep going, wait, what? Huh? Can you explain the sexist part? I understand no. that case that he's making, I think, feloniously, that it's racist, but at least I can understand the math he's doing there. Um, I don't, I'm not sure on the sexist yeah, math. I think you're barking up the wrong tree if you think I can explain that, because I can't, because it's it, Are it, you a tree? wrong. No. <laughs> I but bet, can, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, at least no. you understand he's saying, he, like he said, these are white women who are accusing black men. Okay, well, I think that's false. However, uh, at least I see the thing you're trying to do there. But the sexism thing is he's saying, like, I'm assuming what he means is that uh, that because men, he's a man, he's being accused of being a doing man. Rape? I don't. Is that I, a thing that happens? I don't. I can't. You are a man. You have raped. 
And can I just po- point out my my most favorite so flaw of all of that? Yeah. I mean, it, this seems nitpicky, but let's just let's like just pitting. call it what it is. Oh, you like doing what? Knit. I like picking, picking the nits. Uh, he refers to him as Doctor Cosby. Bill Cosby had an honorary doctorate, which he was stripped of. So he's not a doctor anymore. So he's just Bill Cosby. Am I right? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's all. I had to nitpick that because I think you. I think it's important to, to know that because you can see how this guy is trying to manipulate yeah, I mean, your he's idea. Literally, of him. just like I mean, this sounds very familiar. Yes, it does. I can't quite put my finger on where yeah. I've heard Wait, hold this on. type hold of on. stuff Wait. before. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Holly was raising her hand. Hi, Holly. Hi, guys. Now, I want to let you know that Bill Cosby does actually have a doctorate uh, okay, well, that I, he earned. My apologies. How dare you, I, Colleen? That's right. He's oh, an obstetrician. I forgot. <laughs> he has his doctorate in education from the University of Massachusetts and Amherst. And it's not honorary? No. He, here's how he earned it. He earned his degree in the mid-70s with a thesis titled, quote, An Integration of the Visual Media via Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids into Elementary School Curriculum as a Teaching Aid and Vehicle to Achieve Increased Learning. So basically, he used cartoon episodes that he created from mm-hmm. Fat Albert, showed them to kids, and then got a PhD. I stand go. corrected. Uh, I stand corrected. I apologize. That's not the point. The point is this guy is uh, a loon. That is the point. Yeah. Correct. Moving on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Da, da, da. I don't know what the theme song is. Do, do, do. Da, 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 da. Da, da. Right? It's like. That's it. Dancing That's with Dancing the with stars. the Stars. You know, Dancing with the Stars Junior's cast was announced, and we'd heard rumblings. That a, a little gal by the name of Honey Boo Boo, Alana, uh, from Here Comes Honey Boo Boo, was going to be on the shoe, on the juniors, the Dancing with the Star Juniors. Mm-hmm. And we got a little taste, an audio taste of it. I'm Alana Thompson, and most people know me as Honey Boo Boo. When the music goes on, you have to be like... I'm ready. Okay, first of all, her voice is like she sounds more mature. Oh, girl, have you not seen her? No. She's in a, she's basically an adult. She's yep. like thirteen or something. Oh, yeah. I gotta watch her now. Um, no, she sounds like a young a young lady. She is a young lady. I mean, for I'm, sure. I'm proud of her. At a girl. Uh, when does that start? Uh, that let's see. We just found out the cast, and it looks like. Oops, here I'm just. Oh my gosh, she it does. She looks like a. She's a little girl. She's a little girl. Um, all I I think this is going to be the midwinter uh, series because right now we just kicked off season twenty seven. Let me just double check. Okay, can we also talk about some of the kids? Are adorable. Like, there's a spelling bee um, winner. Oh, actually, I, I take that back. October seventh. Oh, yeah, he was same. like the. I think that's the youngest boy. Yeah, he's so cute. Yeah, they're all adorable and they're tiny. It's like. It, they should just call it because at least Alana, she is like she's more of a grown lady. But like all the other cast members, did you see this? Trip Johnson is going to be there. Johnson is going to be no there. No way. You know who that is? That is the son of Bristol, um, Bristol Palin, Palin. Yeah, by Johnston. Uh, he's nine years old now, and uh, so wild. The, uh, apparently. Um, I don't know if he appears, but at least, you know, Sarah Palin is on that teen mom show. Yes. Are you watching that? No. 
I can't I can't watch that show um, because th- it's not the original cast anymore. And so now it's been sullied and I have to move on with life. No, that's good. I, I appreciate that you have evolved. I just wish that they wouldn't have replaced Farrah Abraham at all. That's all. Uh, just really quickly, of course, because she's the gift that keeps on giving, right? Right. Uh, just to continue really quickly, MasterChef Junior star Addison Somebody, spelling B champ, as you mentioned, Akash Vakoti. And then uh, there's an actress uh, who's doing a Disney thing, a Raven's Home TV actor, a singer, uh, I fashion mean, designer. I think it'll be kind of oh cute. Aspiring fashion designer and son of superstar Stevie Wonder. Miles, uh, who who is that? Mandela Morris. Miles Wonder. Miles uh, Brown is uh, from the hit TV show Blackish. Okay. Um, very fun. Okay, so that starts in October. Yeah. Awesome. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Well, day two of the Asia Argento oh, interview special on Daily Mail this is TV. Such a heavy week, is it? Not? It is kind of. Um, so again, it wasn't a full interview that they aired on Daily Mail TV, but they did uh, parse it out into two different parts. Four minute chunks. Four minute chunks. I mean, that's it. Um, but here's a piece of the interview with Asia Argento where she talks about. Um, kind of the scandal involving Jimmy Bennett. Okay. I was going out with somebody whose wealth and fame far exceeded my own. So it was clear that it was an attempt to get money from him. This guy had problems financially. He had been accused by an ex-girlfriend of child pornography, child molestation. So even though he assaulted me, I felt sorry for the child that I cared so much about. Anthony said, let's give this guy some money so that he will leave us alone in our relationship. Do you see how some people might construe the act of paying with some sort of admission of guilt? It worried me from the beginning. I didn't want this payment to be made. And that's why I stopped paying him. So that is her explaining how they entered into that arrangement where they paid Jimmy Bennett uh, that money that was uh, that that was Anthony Bourdain's money. Yeah. Uh, and she goes through the process of explaining that he knew Jimmy Bennett knew that she was in a relationship with a man who had more money than she did. And um, he used that to his advantage to try to extort him. Uh, to extort them, and that's how that money came to be. It was an interesting four minutes. Let's just put it that way. I don't know what to do with this because I'm just. Are you the least bit tired of having opinions? A hundred. I'm so tired of having opinions because I feel like why? Why do I have to have a pay? Oh wait, because we have a show. Yeah. Um, but it's just so overwhelming because on the one hand, like I don't like part of me wants to just say. You don't pay $300,000, you know, to the reporter's point. And I think it just, it it doesn't hit you in the right place when Mm -hmm. you hear that somebody paid $300,000. I've never been in her place. So I don't know what weird mental jujitsu she was uh, doing in order to do. Like, I'm not saying it's not beyond the realm of possibility that her story has credit or that her story is uh, the accurate portrayal of events. But just my gut says no, because like I wouldn't do that. 
Right. But again, I'm not her. Right. And I'm not in her position. Right. And, and also Anthony Bourdain is not dead. here to talk about. It. And that's the thing. That's where I feel like the whole everything feels like it's just spiraling out of control because it involves this this story, which is their reality, involves not only Jimmy Bennett and Asia Argento, but Anthony Bourdain, who's now deceased and in this interview, it also brings in Rose McGowan and Rain Dove. It's like the, um, it's it's like it just keeps spreading, and and we're getting farther and farther away from the facts and what actually may have happened, mm-hmm. and we're focusing on all these weird sideshows, mm-hmm. and it is just you're right. I'm t- I'm I'm actually just kind of tired of the story the easy thing to do would be to just say like he's lying she's lying but we're actually trying to have thoughtful opinions about it i just i think um i just i don't want to can you just can we not like can we so many things we have to go so i'll just leave it there but we'll talk about it again we we can talk about it again yes we can and we will hashtag and when we come back elizabeth reese is bringing all the dirt she'll probably bring it up right we'll see on my talk 107.1. Junk.com. This is a my talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought all the dirt from Hollywood on my talk 107.1. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, guys. Um, you know, Giselle Bunchen is making headlines today and getting a lot of attention for some things that she said about her life that I think are going to surprise you. So we all know that she is, I mean, a massive earner. She's Mm -hmm. stunning. I love in the Tom Brady Giselle relationship that Tom Brady is at the top of his game and yet she still out earns him. Mm -hmm. She earned a record $25 million contract for Victoria's secret. And um, her big, break came in 1997 when she walked topless in Alexander McQueen's runway show. Um, But she did an interview with People Magazine and she says, I was always praised for my body and I felt like people had expectations from me that I couldn't deliver. And what I think is, you know, you can look at this a couple different ways. You can look at this story and go, okay, well, yeah, Giselle, what do you have to complain about? Right. But I also think it's sort of like, you know, anxiety or insecurity, these things are the great equalizer, right? Because when it comes down to it, we are all people and Mm -hmm. we all have good things about our lives and bad things about our lives. And it doesn't matter how much you have, you can still feel inadequate. Absolutely. So um, she, she talks about this and she says uh, that she says, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
I felt very vulnerable because I can work out, I can eat healthy, but I can't change the fact that both of my kids enjoyed the left boob more than the right. So after she was breastfeeding, she said all I wanted for them was all I wanted was for them to be even and for people to stop commenting on it. So she discreetly in 2015 had a breast augmentation and she says she woke up and she said, what have I done? I felt like I was living in a body I didn't recognize. Oh, wow. For the first year, I wore baggy clothes because I was uncomfortable. Um, and she says that he said her of her husband, I just love you no matter what. And you look beautiful. And she said, this was definitely another lesson. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But I wish I would have learned that a different way. Mm. She also talks about battling panic attacks, mm. Giselle, and suicidal thoughts. And she said, things can be looking perfect on the outside, but you have no idea what's really going on. And um, she says about writing this book called Lessons, My Path to a Meaningful Life. She said, I felt like maybe it was time to share some of my vulnerabilities and it made me realize everything I've lived through, I would never change because I think who I am, I am who I am because of those experiences. Interesting. Yeah, no, I think that's super helpful because I think somebody like her, you know, you're you're prone to just be like, oh, her life is perfect. What should, could she possibly be dealing or with? Or if I had more of those things, I would be happier. If I had more money, if I was married to someone who was more amazing, yeah. if I was more beautiful, mm-hmm. if my body was more perfect, right? I mean, those are the easy thoughts that we can all have about like if i had that things would be better and it turns out that it's really about what you have on the inside yeah you oh, learn that from beautiful. the movie trolls as well you can't just eat trolls to find happiness it's true the bergens uh, learned that trolls yeah the movie trolls oh you have kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> are you saying you have not seen it uh, no i feel like that's a family it's really movie. cute you would probably like it really yeah some those little family movies are. I mm-hmm. liked Trolls. I thought Trolls was mm-hmm. fun. If you if you ever find yourself on a plane, well, maybe not. Don't watch it on a plane because that's sort of weird. If you're like, a yeah, that man would look watching crazy. Trolls. Why is that forty year old dude watching Trolls? Yeah, hey, no, don't do that I'm in public. Don't do that. Sorry. Hey, Want to watch this movie with <laughs> Take me? Take it back. Don't do that, guys. Tristan Thompson, very touchy feely with another girl while out without Chloe Kardashian. Hey, he's allowed to party when he's not with his wife. <sighs> Sorry, that was a They're not headline even I saw yesterday. Sources or say that lady. Chloe um, believes every word Tristan tells her and they're going to stay together, even though... Um, well, that's her mistake. He yeah. was spotted getting close with a mystery woman at a nightclub on September 20th. They were chatting oh my and flirting God. Can I ask a question? He had his hand on her butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I'm wasn't an accident. I'm all for partying and being hip. I haven't been inside of a nightclub in years. Um if if that's the only time you ever do that is when you're like away from your wife, like I feel like that's a valid concern of hers. That's oh, that should be a valid concern. Let me just tell you, there is no way that my husband is out partying at a club when I have a nine month old and I'm home. I mean, no. Yeah. And there even. And what I, does it say about her that that is fine for her? It's a very different lifestyle, and I don't I don't want to judge because, but I just did. So I mean, there well, that's you go. What we get paid for. I just yeah, did. I mean. Because yeah. I just think that there is like, I don't know, guys. I mean, when you're the mom and you're at home with the baby and your husband's out partying, I mean, even like, you know, my husband has to entertain clients for work and has to be out at like wild games and like the bitter Betty in me comes out all the time. Yeah. I'm like, why do you get to do that? Yeah. Why don't I get to do that? Right. <laughs> 
I mean, honestly, you know, to your because point, because you would like because to be fair, that's not where you would go if unburdened. Oh my by gosh, if responsibility. you like if True. if the if the dad took care of the child uh, and said, "Go away, woman, lady, person, and mm-hmm. have a nice evening out." I love how you can't even get those words out because they're never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> then what do you do? Like you're exhausted. I know because you've been up club. in the middle. You're not going to the club. You're going to like. You're going the, to a spa. The nap place. I, know. I don't know. Yeah. You're the getting basement. a hotel room to sleep. You're Listen. not going to the nightclub and like putting your hand on some man's butt. The reality is, is that, I mean, I think things are getting better when it comes to equality for men and women and household chores. It's it's still uneven when it comes to the baby business, guys. Mm. But listen, at least to tell me twice. At least our husbands aren't out at the club with their hands on another yeah, lady's honey. It's true. That just sounds tiring. Right? <laughs> right? I can't be grabbing butts at clubs. Oh. You gotta make phone calls. I want at home. like butts grab at like noon. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We need somebody to play our thirty second pop culture challenge. We're gonna give you thirty seconds to answer five pop culture questions. On the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. You get all those questions right, you will win a prize. We call it the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen? We've got Krista on the line. And Bradley, what is Krista? Krista. What is Krista playing for? Good question. Krista is playing. Oops, doodly doots. My thing went away. Krista is playing for a pair of run of engagement movie passes to see Life Itself, which is a movie, not the actual thing, in theaters now from the creators of This Is Us. Krista, are you ready? Yes, I am. Fabulous. <laughs> the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. And I got to go to Wednesday because yesterday was Tuesday. Sisters Bella and Gigi have what last name? Hadid. Daisy Duck is the girlfriend of which cartoon character? Donald Duck. Hotel California is a song and album by which band? Pat. What country is Arnold Schwarzenegger from? Argentina. No. Uh, um, Pat. Michael Kors just purchased which fashion house? Versace? Yep. What country is Arnold Schwarzenegger from? Um, Romania? Yeah. No. No. Nine. Nine. Uh, something AU. Yeah, um, yes. Yes. Oh, oh, you gosh, had Krista. it, but you didn't. Oh, bummer. It's Austria. Österreich. Mm. Yeah, uh, no, it's from Austria. She had it in her head. AU. She did. AU. She was so close. Okay. And then there was one Our more Argentina. that she passed on. Yeah, she passed on the Hotel California. That's by the, the Eagles. Eagles. All right. Now that we're done playing the 30-second pop culture challenge, we can have a little more fun by solving some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with three people. A foreign-born permanent A-list dual-threat actress who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. So, a foreign-born permanent A-list dual-threat actress who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. That is one person. Another woman is the other person. And the third and final person in this blind <laughs> item, it will be it will all make sense when I read it to you. It's a disgraced former A-list mostly movie actor. Hmm. Yeah, here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. 
This foreign-born permanent A-list dual-threat actress, who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee, is joining forces with other women paid by the studio to try to rehabilitate this disgraced former A-list mostly movie actor who should stay in exile forever. So really, you know, just two people to think about. The other women, they're questionable. Is this confirmed? This is not confirmed. Um, Because this... Reminds me of uh, something I've been reading recently from the mouth of Judy Dench. Oh, okay. Tell us more. And the man, the the actor would be Kevin Spacey. And I don't know who the other women are, but I know those two. Mm -hmm. Here's your blind item. Mm. Judy Dench is joining forces with other women paid by a Hollywood studio to try to rehabilitate this disgraced former A-list mostly movie actor who should stay in exile forever. That would be Mr. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Yeah. She's speaking publicly about uh, her friendship with Kevin Spacey and that she feels like he was done wrong um, by being dropped uh, from... Things All the money like, in the world. Yep. Yes. That's thank you. That's the name of the movie. I don't understand what benefit that would have for her ever. Like that just seems smarmy. I mean, presumably it's because she has some sort of personal connection or financial, you know, interest uh, by working with the studio or the relationship she might have with Kevin Spacey. But that just is gross. Yeah. I just. Ugh. I don't. I just. I, in all honesty, I'm always a little bit ooked out at the notion that somebody would go out and say something publicly that they did not believe simply because they were getting paid, even if it made them look bad. That bothers me. As it should. Yeah. I mean, right? as, as it should. but I think it happens so often in Hollywood that it's frustrating. <sighs> Let's mm. move on. Our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with an A-list everything in her mind. An A-list everything in her mind, the subject of this blind item. This A-list everything in her mind has a big movie box office Mm -hmm. bomb about to land. She doesn't care, though. She is also glad she took the gig instead of a more high-profile gig because it would have paid less, been more work, and a lot more travel to promote. She is perfectly happy taking very large checks for making mediocre movies. Is this uh, Lady Gaga? No. Oh! Because I was like, huh. she thinks she's A-list everything That is mind. true. That was a good and, guess. Um, Star is Born is just about to drop. Mm-hmm. Um, she's A-list glad she everything. took the gig instead of a more... So that means it's like a, a lesser movie? Yeah. Now, there was a trailer for this movie that debuted sometime this summer. And uh, the movie is set for release at the end of the year. And is it one that we've been anticipating? Not particularly, okay. but I will tell you that this person... Is it a franchise? No, it's not no. a franchise, but this person is starring in this film with her BFF. Mm. If that gives you a hint. Her BFF is... Gail King? <laughs> Oprah? No. No. Oprah? no. <laughs> this person is a a singer, a dancer, an all-around entertainer. Jay Madonna? Bradley, no. Colleen, yes. Oh. Yes. Interesting. And do I need to know, do we need to know the movie? Because I don't. The movie is called Second Act. Hmm. And it's an upcoming romantic comedy starring Jennifer Lopez and Leah Remini. Okay, so tell us oh, the interesting. thing. Interesting. Okay. Thing. Okay. 
Here's your blind item. Jennifer Lopez has a big bo- movie box office bomb about to land in the film's second act. Jennifer Lopez doesn't care, though. She's also glad she took that gig instead of a more high-profile gig. We're not sure what that is exactly because it would have paid less, been more work, and a lot more travel to promote. Jennifer Lopez is perfectly happy taking very large checks for making mediocre movies. I mean, I can't say I blame her well, for that. And the, the key here is that when you Google it, it's like it's move. The the story is that it's moving to Christmas, meaning yes. it was supposed to break relatively recently, and then they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna push that out a little bit. We're gonna yeah. hide it over here behind the Hallmark Channel, right? And we're burying it just before Christmas, but right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so there's a lot of other big movies that are coming out at that time. No one's gonna want to go and see this. Mm. All right, let's move on. Let's do one more. Now, this is a confirmed blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net, meaning that identities have been revealed for this blind item. Three people to think about. An A-plus, A-list, mostly movie actress, and also an A-plus, A-list, mostly movie actor, and a blankety-blank late-night guy. A blankety-blank late-night guy. Fun. Here's your confirmed blind item. It is interesting to me that this A-plus, A-list, mostly movie actress who does not have an Oscar nomination... Always spends the night with this A plus slash A list mostly movie actor, but never with that blankety blank late night guy. Hmm. Well, what blankety blank late is is the blankety blank late night guy Jimmy Fallon? No, is he uh. currently in on the TV? Yes, he's currently in a late night role. Now, don't think late we, night talk show. Yeah, don't think late night talk show. Think something else that happens every week. Saturday night. Saturday night live. live. Is it Colin Jost? Oh. And is it Scarlett Johansson? Yes. And who's the A-plus, A-list, mostly movie actor? Now, think about someone that she has co-starred with in some big, high-profile movies very Ryan recently. Ryan Phillippe? No. Uh, this person? Woody Allen? Ew. Yeah, I'm sorry. But plausible because He's, Scarlett Johansson... She was his muse. Yeah, and I bet she has some stories. Ooh, I'm, yes. just, I'm just saying. Well, yeah. A woman who thinks it's... Never mind. <laughs> Wait, but okay. But think about to... someone who plays. Is it in the Avengers? Oh my yes. God! Is it Robert Downey? No, oh. it's not. But think of somebody else who was a star in the Avengers series. Somebody very patriotic. Chris Evans. Yes. Ah! What? Here's Whoa. your revealed blind item with the blanks filled in. It's interesting that Scarlett Johansson spends the night with Chris Evans, but never with Colin Jost. Oh, she sips her coffee. Oh, I was like, what was that? No, noise? that's Holly Roberts <laughs> sipping her coffee. That's right. Just drinking my what tea. What a weird over See, here. now that, okay, can I just, NT lawyer, I'm not happy with you because that's the kind of blind item I need more from. Why? Because I, I think more? it says it all right there. I know, Colleen, but like, she's stupid Captain America. No, 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 no. And not with the Saturday Night Live guy. I know, but I am so, then what, to what, why? The why the with the Colin, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is the point then of maintaining the um, illusion of that relationship? Maybe Colin Jost is the daytime flavor, and then Chris Evans is the nighttime surprise, well, or remember, is somebody being paid somewhere from okay, somebody? Okay, well, can I just start at the beginning? What do we know? Nothing is real, and everyone smokes. Okay, so that means that any relationship that is public is probably. Fake. Fake. Which means that he's got a relationship or she has a relationship behind the scenes that might be the actual relationship. Mm-hmm. So. I know. I'm just trying to figure out like what the benefit is to anybody in that. Well, I think it probably personalizes her and it certainly raises him his image. 
Because everybody was talking about like, oh, ScarJo and Colin Joseph. It's and so it's adorable. ScarJo and Kojo. No, Kojo's the guy who used to host the fashion TV I thought it was shows. a dog that like ripped people's throats That's out. That's Kujo. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Bradley's found something else that's nasty. 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 We'll talk about what that is this week after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, Bradley Trainer has found yet another thing that he thinks is nasty on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, Bradley, what's nasty? That's nasty. That's nasty. That's so nasty. You know what's nasty today? What? Cheetos. Hot, flaming Cheetos. We'll get to that in a moment, but specifically, specifically, we need to talk about Lil Xan. Mm. Lil Xan, you may not know. Lil Lil Xan, excuse me. Not Little Xan. This is the guy with his brief but highly publicized romance with Noah Cyrus, the younger sister of Miley Cyrus. He was hospitalized earlier this week for eating too many flaming hot Cheetos. I'm sorry, flaming hot. There's no yeah, flaming. Lil Zan, Zan ate too many flaming. Literally, hot get this quote. I just want to let everybody know I was in the hospital, not due to drugs, but I guess I eat too many Cheetos. Um, uh, excuse me, that is nasty. What? But so that's weird, right? That's more like that's weird. Mm-hmm. But you know what's nasty is the fact that somebody would eat so many flaming hot Cheetos that it would rip a hole in their stomach. Also, why would you ever eat anything that could rip a hole in your stomach? Did you know that they should have a warning label on there? Well, I mean, I feel like anything that that announces itself on its label as being flaming hot has well, the no, potential to, to burn the name all to, kinds of things in your body. They should. Well, I'm See what sure I'm saying that happened. But that brings me to my point. What's mm-hmm. nasty? Flaming hot Cheetos are nasty. Do you? I, okay, I have a very specific um, feeling about hot things. <laughs> I have a very specific. I, mean, feeling I should about say hot opinion. Things. Okay, oh, I want to know before you get to uh-huh. your very insightful and no doubt very well thought out opinion about hot things. I'm asking very specifically about flaming hot Cheetos because yeah. that to me is the thing that's nasty. Do you like flaming hot Cheetos? No. Okay. Because of my uh, rule, my personal okay. rule. Um, food, food, eating food, you can have hot. That's fine. You know, like it like can be like spicy. Hot. No, spicy. Oh. Like I can do like a spicy burrito or like a sp- I'm saying the word <laughs> spicy and get to the point. Yeah. But snacks shouldn't be flaming hot and spicy. I like my snacks to be salty and mild, but my real dinner food and meal food can be like spicy it can have some heat to it. Yes, thank I, you. You know, I would like to spend time on that because I don't understand the <laughs> distinction there. My 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 thing is, I don't like anything that is so hot that it is going to kill you. Literally, these things are apparently so hot they can rip a hole in your stomach if you eat too much of them. I also think that the flaming hot brand in general is something I know there are people who love it. Like they swear by it. They must have some sort of like cast iron stomach. But the flaming, it's like a thing, right? Flaming hot Cheetos, mm-hmm. flaming hot chips. Flaming hot popcorn, flaming hot everything. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it will give you flaming hot everything. I mean, I don't understand the Thank joy you. that people get from flaming hot Cheetos. Holly, are you a flaming hot person? No, absolutely not. There's flaming hot funyuns. I mean, oh, what there what, are? Oh god! What is a worse combination than flaming onion hot and fake funyuns. flames? Well, they're <laughs> not going to be fake for too long. I also do, have you noticed there's this tendency now because Flamin' Hot everything is sort of like hipster chic mm-hmm. that it has made its way into like a farm to table cuisine and you'll see things like Flamin' Hot Cheeto crusted short rib medley blah 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 blah. No, see I don't trust the Flamin' Hot dust. Yeah, period. No. If it's if I it's if I, red. It is unnatural. Yeah, no, it's like that's Bozo's not right. hair. Is that right? You what in to, nature mm-mm. looks like that? No. <laughs> also, don't touch things once that's on your fingers. No, don't touch your bits. Don't touch your eyeballs. Yeah, you're gonna don't die. Don't touch any real and part look, of your body. To your point, I mean, you know, the point that you made about your spike hot Cheetos for a meal, right? Never. If somebody no, put no, them in a, a burrito. Snack. Yeah. Okay. Would you eat flaming hot crusted rotisserie chicken? No, like. You mean like they crushed up the flame and hot thing and yeah, pressed you, it into my rotisserie chicken? No. Yeah, you can baste your Thanksgiving no. turkey. I'm telling you, if you Google flame, flame and hot, Mm-mm. you're going to get a bunch of dumb recipes. No, to I don't me, want it. No, like to, to your point, and what I was going to say is of that's nasty. Is I don't mind spicy food. I really am not a spicy. I have a very hypersensitive tongue. Mm. I have a super <laughs> tongue. It's very delicate. It's a, no, I have a super tongue. It's just it picks up on lots of flavors that normal tongues are profiles mm-hmm. um, than and most seals. people. Mm-hmm. No, but my point is that anytime I eat something hot like that, it just deadens everything. So above a certain heat, I'm just like, this is it just dumb. takes away all your superpowers. I, all I hear or all I taste is. Flaming hot. hot. Yeah, you don't take like that's why I don't understand because Jamie is like this. And I don't know if you and your husband have this relationship, but like he loves all the like dumb hot things that I'm like, how could you possibly be enjoying that? Well, to which I would say, like, I think if you like the flavor of hot, it doesn't. It I seems don't think to it's a flavor though, fine. right? Isn't it more like, like if you, you like the flavor of if um, you like the, or the, the sensation, of yeah, that. The sensation. If you like the feel of that, then you don't need to chew your food, right? You no. can just like drink some hot stuff just and then just it. like giggle because you're happy. I don't know. Do you see what I mean? Like if that's the feeling you enjoy, yeah, is having that mouth on fire. Well, thing, hey, look, do this. Open your mouth uh, and I'll light it on fire. Yeah, don't I'll waste all the it. calories with slap all the eating of the food. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's my feeling. I, no, it's like I'm, people I who put sriracha on everything. I like a little. See, that's the thing, though, is you can a little goes a long sriracha's, way. Sriracha's that's nasty. Really? That'll be All tomorrow's episode of that's nasty. I don't like. I know you do, and it's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with people. I like who a like lot sriracha. of it. I like a drizzle. To me, it just then all your food tastes like sriracha. It's like hot sauce. You put hot sauce on your food. Your food now tastes like hot sauce. Yeah. Yes. And if and, and I would make the very controversial statement that if you have to put hot sauce on it, it's probably not very good. Mm, I can see that. Which is probably a compliment on my cooking. So thanks, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> or just like that he needs a delivery vehicle for that. And all food we've is talked a delivery about this vehicle. Before, like when he puts when people put stuff on your food that you just made without tasting it. That bothers me. I think yeah. that's rude. That's and that's rude. nasty. That's nasty. Yes. But I will say, for me, like I love sushi, but sushi is very much a delivery vehicle for 
Wasabi. Wasabi. I do like that wasabi experience. Yes. So that I think. But not too much to the point where you're like. Exactly. And that's what I mean by a little goes a long way. And so sometimes I think people are just looking for a delivery vehicle for their heat. Yeah. That said, if something advertises itself as flaming hot, I don't see that as any more than a display of like your ability to, to put hot things in your mouth. And I'm not impressed. Yeah. Do better. It's nasty. Do better. Go get some sour cream and onion and show me what you're capable I've of. I've got somebody who needs to do better. Who's that? The spokesperson oh, for Bill Cosby. Yep. You guys, Andrew Wyatt is talking, and Nobody's I don't listening. know why I am listening. We'll tell you about it after this on My Talk 107. One.